What's poppin' everybody? It's your boy Cisco. This is another episode of the Mouthpiece Hustler Podcast. Appreciate you guys tuning in, listening. Um, you know, there's been a lot going on, and I definitely want to share with you guys. Want to give you my intake on the NBA Finals because right now we had a three-one situation with my Warriors down with only one game, and they're facing elimination. So definitely want to chime in. I want to hear what you guys have to think. If you guys think that the Warriors can pull it off, make a comeback, or if you think, hey, Kawhi Leonard did his thing, the Raptors did their thing, and they secured, you know, they secured that bag, they secured the trophy pretty much, and, and they're going to be the next champs. Um, not to say, though, that, hey, don't count out the Warriors because they've been down 3-1 before with Kevin Durant on the other side of the ball, not on their team. And, you know, they still made it happen, so... Uh, just goes to show that, that this is really a good NBA Finals. People are getting what they want from it. They're, you know, people are happy that the Warriors might have a really good chance of losing, and others, you know, are trying to see three P. You know, people are all happy about Kobe three P. Shit, man, why can't Steph Curry three P? Why can't Draymond Green three P? You know, why can't KD three P? So, and Clay, shit, he got snubbed for a max deal, so. He definitely wants to get that 3P under his belt for sure. And shit, fucking talk about music, man. I definitely want to talk about some music too. Um, we got some new, you know, new artists uh, for y'all to check out. Maybe y'all heard of them on the previous episodes, but definitely some new music coming out from them. Uh, my boy Jay Light, my boy Sinless, my boy Cassius, um, who's out in Vegas. So. You know, we got some Sacramento stuff. We got some Vegas stuff for you. Um, you know, definitely going to be dropping the links for you guys to peep them out. And I'll be talking about my new daily vlog that's going to be on YouTube. Uh, and my YouTube channel, Gaming Reactions Reviews. Um, you know, and then you guys will be able to actually listen to this podcast on YouTube too. So um, if you guys that don't download the Anchor FM for whatever reason, um, I suggest you guys do because shit, anyone can make a podcast. But if you cannot download the Anchor.fm app, if you're too lazy to do the Google Play and Apple iTunes or even listen to this on Spotify, you can listen to this on YouTube because the episode will be up on YouTube. So definitely, um, I plan on actually recording. Got the studio space with my boy Amadi. Um, and, you know, got the Mac Lab team. So definitely going to be putting in some visuals for this. But for the most part, I'm going to be doing everything myself. Um, you guys are going to see my my associates, my friends here or there. So, excuse me, yawning. But, yeah, man, this shit's going to be lit. So without further ado, let's get into it. Let's get into the first segment. I want, I want to touch on the NBA Finals. So, speaking of the NBA Finals, you guys know with KD out, you know, the dynamics change. Great ISO player, he got length to match up well with all five positions on the court. Um, Great shooter, skilled, talent is there, so you can't deny it, and he does impact the game. Now, the way I'm looking at this 3-1 series in retrospect, you know, had... I would say, have the Warriors 
played more aggressively because I think they took their, you know, they took their bye pretty much that they had. You know, they they swept the Portland Trail Blazers and they was they was feeling themselves, you know. But KD has been out since the Rockets series. He was out the whole Portland Trail Blazers series. So my thing is. Knowing what the situation is, the Warriors had to play more aggressive. You know, that was their style in 2015, 2016. You know, their first two titles, they were very, very aggressive teams. You know, their first three trips to the final, they were very aggressive teams. That they had, you know, a, a, you know, put together. And that was due in large part because they were trying... In the with their first title, they were coming off of a season prior when before Steve Kerr took over with Mark Jackson, where they were getting knocked out by the Clippers. Yo, it was getting knocked out by the Clippers, and the Clippers were, you know, a very aggressive ball team, and and they barely put together, you know, that that Houston team that we know of today didn't come until after that whole you know, uh, 3-1, you know, comeback that the Warriors put together against the Thunder. After that season, that's when the Rockets that we know of as today became that team. Uh, And that was in response to the Warriors getting KD. James Harden had to, you know, pretty much ball out even harder. Um, Westbrook, on the other hand, you know, stuck with the Thunder. He wanted, that was his team pretty much. So, knowing what the situation is, you know, knowing the background of that, you know, the Warriors have to go back to their roots and play more aggressively, have Draymond be more aggressive, have Bogut be more aggressive. Um, They couldn't plug in, you know, DeMarcus Cousins like they wanted to. I think that the third game when DeMarcus played was really, really great. They should have used that offense a lot more, have Draymond bring up the ball a lot more. Um... But what you're seeing is that because the Warriors are playing a lot of small ball, they want to have Steph, they want to have Clay free and open to create those shots. They want that movement. And when the Raptors came out in game one, you know, sorry, sorry, when DeMarcus Cousin came out in game two, because the Warriors got their win in game two, in game two, um, so just to correct myself on previously, but so in game one, when the Raptors came out and they fucking just balled out on the Warriors, the Warriors, they gave that one game up pretty much. They knew that they didn't come out with as much intensity. That was just on them. Poor, poor play all around. They, you know, they really didn't have a chance to, to even come in close and, and make something happen because they just kept giving up the ball too much. Game two, however, they shut the shit down. And they play like they were supposed to play. Now, game three, however, when they go back to Oracle, DeMarcus Cousins kind of fell off. He didn't play like he did in, in game two. And because Clay got hurt, you you were limited in options. Now, if everyone knows about the series with the Cavaliers that the Warriors have had, it's always been LeBron leading the team. Now, LeBron is a small forward who can play point. Or a power forward that can fucking, you know, shoot like a shooting guard. And with his body size, LeBron can guard all positions one through five. He has the speed. He had, 
he just doesn't play defense like that. He'll come, he'll trail and block a shot, but he doesn't, he doesn't guard up. He doesn't body up like a Clay, like a Draymond. Um, he, he's a different type of player because he was so used to playing with more skilled um, shooting guards that would that would take up the ball. He was used to small forwards taking, you know, driving the ball to the to the rim. He was used to centers, you know, just being dominant in the paint. So that's where his physicality comes from: is defending, you know, everything inside the three point line as opposed to half court play. And that's where the Warriors got their advantage, winning their three titles against him is the perimeter play because James was so good at behind the arc. But not to say, though, that these Toronto Raptors really, the only changes have been Kawhi, you know, that they got when they traded DeRozan. Um, They also got Danny Green with Kawhi. Um, Not only that, they kept Kyle Lowry, although, you know, that could have been a questionable keep. They get Mark Gasol. Um, and then they also have Ibaka, who was on the Thunder team that was up 3-1 against the Warriors. So, so remember, this whole Thunder starter uh, cast could have really been the Warriors had they had they stick together, but that chemistry just wasn't there. Yeah, that's what's crazy, that everyone that was on that Thunder team, even Ennis Cantor, you know, Steven Adams is still there, but even in his canter, but Ibaka, Harden, Westbrook, and Durant were all on one team at one point. Just remember that. But Ibaka, shit, he ain't no joke either. That, that motherfucker can play. But you really have experience with Kawhi and Danny Green. The same kind of experience that you would have in a Draymond and a Steph and a KD, you know, in a Clay, because they've been there before. They have a good system in place. Uh, so when you have a Kawhi and a Danny Green, and then you have a Kyle Lowry, who's only really set back during his time with the Raptors has just been LeBron James. LeBron James has been the Toronto Raptors killer pretty much when he was in the Eastern Conference. So now that they're playing pretty much what the Warriors pace is, the Warriors are trying to adjust to the Raptors pace. And remember what I said, you know. The Warriors are good behind the arc. They love the half-court play. This whole season, however, because they acquired Boogie Cousins, because they had KD, you know, healthy in, in, in the lineup, their whole play has been to what LeBron James was really good with in Miami. And that's not the perimeter, but that's the screens. You know, that's the lobs. Like, we've seen a lot more dunks this year out of the Warriors than we usually do. Um, a lot more two-point, you know, plays being created. Um, even though the three-point game is still there, because it, because once you dominate the paint, you open up the perimeter. You open up the half court a lot, and the transition game gets better. However, the Raptors are really good at not only playing the perimeter; they're also good at playing within the paint because Kawhi is so dominant in the paint. Ibaka is so dominant in the paint. Siakam he drives in the paint. Um, so when you have those players that are just good behind the paint, and then you have players like, uh, Van, uh, Van Fleet, if I'm, if I'm not, uh, mispronouncing his name, um, then you also have players like Danny Green, 
and then even Kawhi can shoot from the perimeter, and then Kyle Lowry, he's just an all-good perimeter player as it is. His defense could be better, but his offense, his offensive game is there. You can't deny it. So when you have a mixed cast that can, just like the Warriors, pretty much just like the Warriors, where Steph and Clay can hit those shots behind the three. Don't sleep on Cousins, because he can still hit those shots behind the three, but Cousins dominates the paint, you know. Um, when he was with the Sacramento Kings, dude, you, you did not want to be against Cousins. Even when he was with the Pelicans, you know, and you had Anthony Davis and Cousins on the same damn team, dude. Like, you ain't stopping the Twin Towers. So, you can't underestimate Cousins. Draymond Green can guard all five positions. You know, he's just, he's that energy. And when these Warriors go up against Toronto for this game four matchup, they have to play like they played when they won their first title. Because that's literally the style of play that's going to defeat the Raptors. They did it in game two. So that's literally the style of play that's going to defeat the Toronto Raptors. If the Toronto Raptors don't make the adjustments in the second half like they did in game three. Because that's what happened. The Warriors came out, they was balling. But the second half, because they played more aggressive than what they were used to, even with sweeping Portland, even with sweeping Portland, you got to remember, the Warriors did not have Clay or KD. And Iggy was limited because, I mean, he's still kind of hurt. So... Looney is playing pretty much with a broken collarbone from what they're saying. So even so your bigs are not are not able to be dominant like you want them to be. You know. So the Warriors have to use their speed, they have to use their screen movement, their triangle offense. Because when the Raptors do that, you know, that box and one defense zone setup where they only have one player pretty much playing man, the everyone else is playing a zone defense. It's gonna get difficult. For the Warriors to come out on the second half after putting in all that energy to try to outrun a zone. You're not going to outrun a zone because all it is is just players sticking to their spots. You only got one player trolling the ball. If you got all your players moving, trying to create space, the defenders aren't going to leave their their assignments because they know that's what the Warriors are trying to do. So the only way that you can really beat this team is you get aggressive and you play your perimeter play you get those three pointers you just start throwing them up throwing them up throwing them up because eventually what's going to happen is that the torontos aren't the toronto raptors aren't going to be able to play boxing one uh, on the perimeter that's only good for pretty much paint play if you want to control the paint and for the pace of the game that these two teams are playing you're going to have a lot of wide open shots on the ed, on the perimeter. Yeah, you know, the defender from from the block is going to have to come out to the corner, but that's that's enough space for a, a Steph to drive and cut or a Draymond to drive and cut, set a screen, let loose and hit a bank shot or hit a layup or go for the dunk, you know, draw a foul. So the boxing one, they set it up because they seen that the Warriors were attacking the paint because they weren't trying to risk it. They seen Clay pull his hammy. They seen KD strain his calf. So they're not trying to risk a Steph falling on his ankles awkwardly with all them all them shots. But they're gonna have to game four. 
game four, they're going to have to do that. They're going to have to shoot the ball more. They can't afford to throw bodies into the paint like that against that defensive scheme. Now, if they're playing a regular 2-3, if they're playing a regular man-to-man, maybe they're playing, you know, a, a zone on the blocks and then they lock, they got the perimeters on man. Any other half-court scheme, press scheme, defensive scheme other than the boxing one is not going to work against the Warriors. But because the Warriors don't have KD and they were without Clay, that boxing one has been killing them. That boxing one has been killing them. Alright, so getting into the next segment of this podcast episode. I am coming out with a daily vlog, y'all. I'm doing it. Um, so every day, um, starting on Monday, I'll be uploading um, an episode. Just recorded um, my first episode a little bit earlier. But um, every day um, you know, of the week, I'll be uploading a little something. Whether you know it's a minute, you know, five minutes, whatever it may be. I'm uploading a little something for you guys to check out what's going on in my day. Maybe it might inspire you to do something with yours. Um, You know, good vibes, positive energy. See the hustle, see the trials, see the tribulations. You know, see the perpetrating that's going on around me. (laughs) I'm fucking with y'all. But shit, you know, I'm just, you know, just want you guys to be able to see what Cisco's really, you know, what Cisco's doing. What am I up to? Um, Because, I mean... You might have some ideas of your own. You might have, you know, some things that you want to accomplish and you can't do it because maybe you're not sure that it's capable of doing it until you see someone else being able to do it, you know. Sometimes I get like that myself. So, you know, that's why I'm doing the daily vlog. Give y'all content. Give y'all some motivation. um, Encourage y'all to do positive things, you know. And like I said, you might see me keep it lit. So, uh, hopefully you roll one up too when that time comes around during the vlogs usually that'll be more often than you you know and you won't see me but with also the youtube channel that i'm doing for that blog i'll also be doing gaming so uh, i'm on the xbox you know xbox live so you'll see me like on battlefield 5 or on PUBG, fortnite on occasion um you know i just have fun with the games usually i like to do the story modes or um i like to do just online multiplayer play um team death matches, you know, conquest modes and shit like that, um, online missions, co-op modes, shit like that, um, I'll also be doing reviews and reactions, um, I'll be uploading at least one or two reviews and reactions a week, um, one review for, you know, new songs, new artists, um, just giving my feedback and my input, um, and then, you know, the other review would be, like, on a video game or maybe, like, you know, some viral video that's going on just getting my reaction on it and i'll let you guys decide um which videos you guys want me to make the reactions and reviews to you know um i'll also be trying to get you know the sponsors once i start getting the sponsors coming in um i'll add another video for reviews on products you know products and services uh, on that but with that being said you know the podcast is also going to be on the YouTube channel, like I mentioned earlier. 
So you definitely are going to be able to comment. If you can't call in, you can definitely comment on the episodes. Give your feedback. Give your opinions. Talk your shit. Um, I encourage everyone to talk shit. Because once people start getting, you know, to talking shit, they get comfortable. Once you get comfortable, you feel like you can open up, you know, a little bit more. Um, and, and it's all, it's all in fun. It's all in good humor. It's all in comedy. It's all for a good debate. Um, you know, to challenge positions and arguments and, and ideas. Um, but at the same time, you know, in this world and reality, people aren't really going to give a fuck about what you got to say. So you got to be able to handle the shit talking too. So that's why I encourage everyone to give me feedback and opinions so that's why i'm starting this youtube channel because i want to know what you guys fuck with what you guys don't fuck with um because essentially y'all that fuck with me are gonna follow me and y'all gonna grow with me and y'all gonna see all these changes happening but the ones that don't fuck with me they're gonna let me know why they don't fuck with me you know what's not working what is working so that's why i'm doing the youtube channel um aside from that I'm also helping my boy Cassius Derillis from Freeport Records. Um, you know, been handling you know some of his marketing stuff. Uh, he's out in Vegas right now, and he's gonna be dropping a new single at the end of this month. My boy Jay Light is set to drop a mixtape soon uh, with his merch line, and then my boy Sinless is working on another mixtape. Uh, he just dropped the EP, uh, the Netta Boys with Berto Beats. So. There's definitely a lot of good talent coming out of Sacramento. Um, you know, the homies are really doing their thing. They're, they're hustling. They're, you know, they're working. They're grinding. Um, you know, Sacramento has a history of talent. You got the Chewies. You got the C-pluses. You know, you got the Mozzies. Um, you know, you got the Lavish Ds. You got, you got the Sebos. You got the um, the Brother Lynch Hungs. You got the you know, T-Nutties, so, you know, Sacramento's full of dope, you know, MCs, um, you can't deny the impact that we've had in the game somewhere or the other, um, but just, you know, an update on myself personally, well, what I got going on in my personal life, um, you know, the, the insurance stuff has been going smooth, um, from my transition from my old job to, to this new place, um, but I just picked up a bud tending gig. So now I'm working in the cannabis industry. Um, I, I was working in it back in 2014, got back into it because, you know, things have changed and I definitely want to get kind of in the mix of how things are going. Um, me being a stoner myself. So I want to figure out, you know, what are the new trends? What are the new strains? What's what's going on out, out on the market? I'm going to be getting into some real estate deals um, pretty soon too. So I've been, you know, I've been stretching my money thin because I like I like to you know take risk in things that I feel like are gonna pay off uh, in the long term. So I've always been the type of person where if I see something that I want to get involved with, I always divide up my money based off of the priorities that I have. Um, so yeah, with this whole cannabis thing, you know, I definitely feel like. Hey, you know, once I see the right move, you know, I've been thinking about like, man, how can I open up a cannabis lounge, you know, like, or a cannabis restaurant or some shit like that. Cannabis, you know, cannabis nightclub where instead of alcohol, it's weed, you know, you just have the, you just have the DJ. So, you know, I'm trying to, you know, ever since I've been cutting back on my alcohol consumption, um, I've been smoking more weed, um, been getting just, you know, more, uh, retrospective with my past career choices and, 
and you know my goals and now that my kids are getting older you know I'm starting to see kind of like the world a little bit different so you know I want them to have things from you know when I'm no longer here that they can hold on to things that no one can take away from them so I've been looking at all those aspects all these different things um but yeah man I definitely want to know what's going on with y'all so feel free to call in download the anchor.fm app um call in you know let me know what you think about the nba finals let me know what you think um should be going on on the youtube channel Uh, like i said you know it'll be gaming it'll be uh, video reactions uh reviews product reviews um uh, daily vlogs and then also the podcast itself is going to be on there so again download the anchor.fm app you know sign up you can start your own podcast if you can't download the app you if you have spotify you can find me on spotify at mouthpiece hustlers um follow me on twitter uh at it's cisco lucci it's cisco lucci and then on instagram it's cisco lucci um c-i-s-c-o-l-u-c-c-i for those of you guys don't know how to spell it and then facebook cisco you know it's cisco lucci um as well um pretty consistent and then yeah that's pretty much it y'all um, so stay tuned for the next episode. Like I said, um, daily vlogs will be coming up on the YouTube channel. Um, YouTube channel, you can uh, look it up. Cisco Lucci, um, C-I-S-C-O-L-U-C-C-I. Um, that, that's how it should pop up. So yeah, uh, hope you guys have a good one. Stay lit. Keep it lit. Forever lit. It's the Mouthpiece Hustler Podcast. Your boy Cisco. I'm out.